Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Jim Owners, Par- Owners Podcast. Great fumbling of that intro, guys. We're mumbling our way through this. Guys, this week, we're some stuff I want to talk about today. And I'm going to get a little hot about this one, too. Guys, there's some sharks in the water. There's been sharks in the water of the fitness business for a long time. We've talked about bad, bad gyms, unethical gyms, unethical coaches, and a lot of that stuff in the past. Today, we want to talk about the sharks that are hunting you as a gym owner. Okay, so we want to get into how to identify snake oil salesmen, how to identify bad business consultants, bad business advice, all that other stuff that's out there. And we're going to go right at all of the shit that we hate, I guess, which seems to be the nature of this show. We should probably come up with some sort of good vibes segment instead of just <laughs> instead of just being like, man, this sucks and this sucks and this sucks. But puppy, before, puppy you can segment. Get, before you can worry about being great. Stop sucking. And I think that's a good starting point for you. So we just want to make sure that you avoid just running at bullshit, just head on into it. And then you can worry about really being like aligned with your mission and all that jazz. So, uh, yeah, how to spot a snake oil salesman for you and your business, how to make sure that you're not getting took. How do you make sure that they're not taking you down this road, that your business isn't going to survive, your the soul of your business isn't going to survive. So we're going to get into all that stuff in today's episode. Before we start, make sure you go to the Gym Owners Revolution Facebook group. The link is in our description. You can also go to gymownersrevolution.com. We've got weekly blog posts going up there. That's also where all the episodes of the podcast and our services, our consulting service and product, the Gear Academy, which is where we get in. And we start setting big time milestones for your business. And we start making sure you start hitting these marks from week to week to week, everything from sales systems to marketing. We don't do all of it for you. We do plenty of stuff for you, but we're going to in there. We're going to help you level up your skill set, make sure that you become better and more capable as a gym owner so that then you can own your success and own your progress as things go forward. So get in there, gymownersrevolution.com. If you want to start working with us to help you with your gym, you want to work with us directly. Follow at the Gym Owners Podcast on Instagram. You can follow me at Tyler F. And Stone. That's Tyler E-F-F-I and Stone. And you can follow John at JBanksFL on Instagram. All right, John, let's get to it. All right, guys, there's a lot of fitness business consultants out there. There's a ton. And the most common thing that John and I see when we're seeing these, aside from lofty promises and maybe some misguided priorities, um, the main thing that we see is that the things that they want your gym to become is not probably what you opened your gym for. And I want us to stay kind of rooted in that because that's the thing that this whole conversation is based upon. I hope if you're listening to this podcast or if you have ever had any interest in working with John and I directly, um, you better give a shit about your business and like what it actually means to you, to your members and your community. Like it should have a soul. It should have a mission. It should have something and it doesn't all have to be fucking fluff and woo but like there's there better be something of substance there that you Mm -hmm. actually care about because again we're here to help people turn a passion into a profession we're not here to take your soulless mathematical business equation and just ramp it up okay it's just not the thing that we really care to do but we can really take your passion turn it into a profession and then turn the business up so you can still make really good money while maintaining like the success and the vision that you had when you started your gym. That's super important. That's the reason John and I do what we do instead of doing what everyone else does. Mm-hmm. What everyone else out there, John, what's the number one promise that we see always? Oh, more uh, 30 members in 30 days. Yeah. Yeah. 30 members. Members. 30 members, 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 yeah. right? 
And that's fine, right? You need more members. This is the thing. When we work with gym owners, you know what we help them get? We do help them get more members. That's like literally the mission, right? But we've started this since the beginning of John and I started this company. Is you don't need more members, though. You do need more money. Exactly. So if you have to choose 50 more members or make as much money as 50 more members, start with the money because then you can have an easier job finding, helping, and identifying more people and getting more people in. But your system needs to be able to, one, support more members. It needs to be able to maximize the opportunity that you have from, a, from delivering those people to your doorstep, right? Can you actually offer them higher level of service, the higher level of service that they want, not just coercively upselling them? Can you do that? Or are you just selling a fixed product? And if that's, this is where a lot of people, if you're a gym owner, you're only selling a single product, you're just selling a fat, fat membership. You don't have the opportunity for somebody to come and spend big money with you. It's okay. If that's what you got now. You should figure out how you can put together, you know, some offers that are more valuable. And not that the one you have is not valuable. It just has a set value. And it's probably lower um, than some higher value products. So, when you start going in this process, we don't want you to just start getting members. I want you to start getting members that can pay you big money, that want to pay you big money. You also have you able to sell them big money stuff. And more, most importantly, the thing I hope your gym's mission is rooted in is that you can help your clients become successful. Because if you can't, what's the fucking point? Like, like, are you, you're no better or worse than you're, well, you're, you're just as bad as all of the bad in the fitness industry. The fitness industry has been, in my opinion, extremely unethical. It's lost a lot of trust. It's now confusing because everybody says that their thing is the only way. There's a lot of people that have been betrayed. There's a lot of bait and switch stuff that goes on that these kind of snake oil salesmen who are coming to you, which we'll get into, um, are trying to get you to push. So can your clients get results? Can you get them results that they want? Is, is that a factor at all? in the things that these other the other guys who are talking to you as a gym owner are wanting to you to do. And if they never mention your client's success or your client's desires or the things that are in the way of them, your clients becoming successful, or how do you make sure that you're checking the quality control matters? And we don't want you to just be a martyr delivering great results for no fucking money and starving. That's the thing we are we definitely don't want that either. But it has to matter. Or else your shit isn't valuable. This is the truth. It's not valuable. It has no value if you're just taking people's money via mm -hmm. some bait and switch bullshit. And then you're just kind of turning and burning them. Your business sucks as much as every other terrible fitness business out there. You're just a fit tea salesman at that point. You're just taking their money and it doesn't work. You go, and whatever. And the problem is your product can work if you care to make it work. If you actually pay attention to systemizing the success of your clients as much as you're worried about systemizing your leads and CRM and shit. You started your gym because, well, if you, hopefully, right, everybody that's listening to this and you've been listening to us long enough is that it's you started your gym because you did want to help people. And so for us, that's like that's because that's such a foundational principle. It's whoever wants to then work with you, whoever wants to be able to start to help you scale up and do better or make more money. If, if there's not questions of are, do is your product positioned to be able to do well, or you've been doing well, or you've been serving your people great, then they're probably not, it's, they probably have ulterior motives. Yes. Like, so what is it then that they're selling to you? 
because they they're trying to make it sound like you need more members because in the back of your mind it's i do great i do really really well the members i have how often do we hear tyler the guys that we work with it's I just need somebody to walk through the door because I know that if I can talk to them, I know I can help them. Like I know that I can help them. And so what happens is, is that really altruistic mindset that you have is just chum in the water. You're just like chumming up the water and the sharks are like, Oh, you want to help people. And like, you're a good person, like deep down, you want to do these for all the right reasons. Well, how can we, take that and then totally use it against you to just turn you into some horrible abortion. The consultants that are seeing the, the biz, what do we call it? Is it all consultant? I almost hate that term. What are they? I know. I don't know. (laughs) The businesses that are trying to get your gym to do business with, right? Consultants isn't even a term. Half of them are just selling fucking software promises. Right. Um, But (laughs) unfortunately, Um, but like, it's ads. The peop- it's- yeah. The people that are trying to get your attention are good at fundamentally the one thing that mar- about marketing that matters, right? Is it needs to connect to your emotion. Okay. So that's what it does. It's going to connect to your immediate need and it's going to pull in the fact that, man, I am good. I can do great. If I had 30, holy shit, if I had 30 new members a month, do the math, that's 300 new people. How long? Let's be real. If you got 30 new members a month, how long until your gym is fucked? And that system is built. If that system is sustainable, let's fundamentally go at this. 30 members a month. So you're going to have 360 members a year from now. New. Can your gym support 360 more members right now? Like just as over the course of next year, would you have a plan for that? As long as your attrition is really high. Sure. So that's, and by the way, that is what these (laughs) systems are built upon. And that's what I'm just getting at, John, is that your attrition has to be high because your gym will break. It's, it just is what it is. And you cannot get into this situation thinking that 30 new members every month, not leads, members every month. If you're getting 30 new people signed up every month, you're probably losing 28 of them by month two or three. And then at the end of the year, you're still probably back about where you were. But you got a lot of turn and burn money. Well, also, Great. fundamentally, like from a business standpoint, right? Like Tyler, if you and I were like, no, this is what this is what we believe in now. We believe in 30 members a month and this is what we're going to do. We would, we would have to find, we would have to find so many clients because mm-hmm. at the end of the day, just like you said, okay, well, fuck, nobody can handle. If you have a, a building, whatever your gym is that can hold how many people it can hold. There's not a lot of gyms out there. that are going to hold more than 300 people. Not if you're so, coaching. You know not what I mean? Yeah. 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 So you're that gym. So it's like, well, great. Then that means you and I are building a business model. That means that we cannot work with a client longer than 90 days. And then what we got to go find somebody new. Like that's a whole. So because that would be a horseshit business model, something tells me that that's not the model then. Yeah. But there's something else that's there. So they, you, there's, it is either they need you to become a turn and burn business because they're going to turn and burn you once you figure out that that doesn't work first off, just so you know, the other side of that piece. And this is so businesses that have been out there, big players in this industry. The thing they want you to do is use all their systems. They want you to pay them lots of money, implement their software, get familiar with their method of fulfilling the service, whatever that is really no attention to client results. 
They want your gym to become a very specific way. And do you know why? Because they want to buy it from you. And I don't know if you know this, but that's what's out there. That's what's at the end of a lot of this stuff is we are going to come in. You're going to pay us a fortune. We are going to give you what you think you want at the price of your soul. It's a, your business's soul. It is a Faustian bargain, 100%. Oh, you have all these members. Great. And now you got this soulless thing that you don't like anymore, but the money is good enough, kind of. So what do you do? Cash the fuck out and walk away because the same people that took the soul of your business are going to write you a check, get you the fuck out, and then it's theirs. Okay, that is that is what happens at the end of this. Just so you know, those things being pursued all the way to the end, that's what it is. They give you an exit strategy. Every business should have one. But do you want yes. this one? Do you want to sell your soul? The business? You want to sell all your reputation, everything that you've built? Your fucking reputation matters, especially in your community. It should. If it, if it doesn't matter to you, if matter, if doing good business, delivering a good product doesn't matter to you, John and I aren't for you. That's for sure. But like at the end of this road, you've got what you thought you wanted. You realize you didn't want it. It's sort of bait and switch. And then they then they're going to lowball you out of your own fucking business because it's not your business anymore. It's theirs, and you've you didn't pay any attention to it. You it's it's these moments where like you go and you look at it and you go, shit, how did it get like this? Because and the devil. The devil's improved, Tyler, right? Yeah. So at the turn of the century, right? Devil the devil it, meets Robert buddy. Johnson, right? The devil meets Robert Johnson at the crossroads and he signs his, his soul over so he can play the guitar, right? And he does that one night, signs the contract, and now he's a fucking a, a whiz at playing the guitar and creates the blues. The devil realizes that you cannot just have it be overnight. Not everybody's going to look you dead in the eye and be like, yep, sign me up. I don't need this thing. Yep. So it happens a little bit at a time. It's just slow. It's this slow drip where it's a piece of your soul goes every time that you bring in. Oh, it's just download. Just download these. It's our best email sequence. Just yep. download. Just swipe it. This, copy, paste it. This is a death and, by a thousand cuts. And let's mm -hmm. talk about what those cuts are, John. First yeah. one you mentioned, they're just going to write email copy for you. By the way, they're not writing it for you. It's no. something. And here's the worst thing about this, guys. This is the thing I do in business. This is the thing you should do as well. Everything mm -hmm. you do, you should plan to do in a way that you can replicate and scale up. So can I do this for 10 businesses? Can I do this mm -hmm. for 10 clients, right? The first time you do something, you get paid to do it well for a client, for a group, for a new program, whatever. You get paid to do it first, so then you make it. And then you just copy paste that. And then you do that again and again and again. And all your labor that you had to do in creating these email sequences and marketing and all this, the follow-up for all this stuff is done. Now you, you should be refining that stuff and tuning it into your brand and to, for so it's more effective and all this other stuff, mm -hmm. but they don't care about that for you. And what they're going to do is a thing. They're going to give you a thing that they only did once, only did once. And they've copy and pasted it for every other fucking place out there. And it doesn't have you in it. It doesn't have your clients in mind. It doesn't have your gym's vibe or mood. And I'm okay with you not having to write every word that comes out of your email thing. I'm totally okay with it if you want to hire copywriters or use fucking chat GPT or fucking whatever. But, At least you can have some quality control on it. Exactly. But they want you that first cut is they let them speak for you. Mm -hmm. but they don't even care. They're not even, there's not a moment in this for them where they go, to be right no it's and, and not only that it's not even as effective as it can be that's the worst thing too i think in my opinion well because it was effective it, it, 10 fucking years ago yeah and it was good enough to go out once and it got mm -hmm. 
positive enough results. There's no optimization that's gone on here. So that's what they're going to do with that. That's the first cut. Mm-hmm. Next, what's going to happen, they're going to start running ads for you. The second cut, when you start having other people run ads for you, the ad content, the pictures, the images, all this stuff, mm-hmm. it's not in line with what you are and what you want. It's in line with not the last gym or the last 10 gyms they worked with. It's aligned with the first person that ever paid them to do these things. It's pure copy-paste bullshit, and it fucking sucks. It sucks really bad, and the people that are in your gym now are going to go, what is going on here? Okay. Mm -hmm. Now, I'm okay with your social media being directed at new members almost exclusively, new potential people almost exclusively, right? Totally okay with that. Same with your ads. Of course it should be. But know that the people that are in your gym are proud about it. That's yeah. important. It's important to know and that it does matter to them that it's, that it be, you tr- you've done this, try to change anything you do in your gym from a coaching standpoint or a class standpoint or <laughs> philosophically, there's always a lot of pushback because people like what they, they're there because they like it. And the cost of acquiring new clients is high. So you should work mm-hmm. very hard to keep the ones you have. Meaning if you get a bunch of people who are here to really, I like this place because it's real coaching and it's real fitness. And next thing you know, you're running ads for fucking weight loss pills and shit like this. Or you're sending emails for fat burners and all this other stuff that, hey, if you're into it, fine, I'm, I'm cool with it. But if it's the opposite of your like holistic, we do things the right way. Let's just worry about nutrition and fixing your habits. And good. like, if you're that guy, all of a sudden your people start seeing this other shit done the wrong way. And you can still sell, sell supplements. You can sell a lot of them. And not sell them that way. Right. But the moment people start seeing this now, they're like, it's like being married to a person. And then one day you look at them and you're like, I don't know who you are. What is this? Mm-hmm. And that's what happens to the people in your gym when they start seeing. That's the second cut. Well, On the road. Go ahead, go ahead, John. Good. I was just it, it's it happens because there's an ev- organically. You can do things well in your gym and and we've all been able to successfully implement new programs or new ideas and do things. And man, it flows so effortlessly and it flows so well. And your people are super fucking pumped about every single thing that you do because you are organically evolving together. Yeah. And what you've done is you, what you're doing, if you get caught into the sequence, if this is, if we are describing something you've been caught in before or something you've been looking at it's it's what happens is is you are actively evolving over here not in the eyes of your people and nothing makes sense because it's because this evolution it's there's a foreign invader yeah right there's a foreign object that has inserted itself and it's a cancer and it starts to duplicate and what happens is that cancer starts to duplicate and it's just with you as the gym owner it's just duplicating in you and then you insert that shit into your community and all of a sudden everybody else that's kind of like whoa like this feels what, is this? what yeah. is this this doesn't feel right and it's it's the organism trying to be like yay there's a problem right there like I, this doesn't feel right and it quickly is it's and it's because like you said it's it's the oftentimes as it should be it is the literal antithesis of what you've always been about yeah and this is the thing john we've talked about this like I am all about saying kind of fuck you to a lot of the supplement industry. Absolutely. Because it's been unethical. It's been predatory. All these things. I am also a huge advocate of selling supplements in your gym because you should. Mm -hmm. Because it's your job with these people's trust 
to sell, to provide them with something, a service, a product that they are seeking, that they do want, that they will buy Mm -hmm. from someone other than you. So it's your job to make sure if you're the person who's actually helping them with their health and helping them with this process, that you make sure that you vet the places and you provide a good fucking, with your stamp on it, a good alternative to the shit that's out there or their aimless searching of Google. It's important. But yeah, this way that they sell this stuff is is fucking terrible. So you can you can go, yeah, I should start selling supplements for all the reason Tyler said. Mm-hmm. And then you go about it their way because you can go to the far extreme of this and you can just say, yeah, start taking fat burn pills, please. All you're going to do is get fucking sped the fuck up all day and you won't be hungry. Your skin's going to be beet red and you're going to be sweating and your heart's going to fucking race all day. But hey, the weight comes off. Cool. Well, and the reason is, right, is... Again, why are they, why? Like you have to ask why. Why are they doing what they're doing? Why am I, why are they telling me to do a thing? Is if you, there's supplement companies that we like, Tyler, right? Some that we, that we, we like a lot. And they are actually ones that we'll even recommend to the folks that we work with in the Gear Academy. If they want to be able to bring in supplements into their brand, which we recommend as well. But when you look at a supplement company, if they're the ones that are giving you the email copy, the social media copy, if they're giving you the imaging, if they're giving you like almost turnkey, all the content that you need, why are they doing that? They're doing that so you will sell fucking supplements and they want you to sell a lot of supplements. Now, are they asking important questions of how does this fit with your community? How do people, how do do people agree with this? Do people like stimulant in their pre-workouts? How does everybody feel about pre-workout? All the questions that you are going to know that if you check your morals, if you check everything that you know about your community and your gym and everything you feel, if you check that at the door because you see a price tag and this is just a, a means to an end, which is I want to make more money, it will very quickly, it's no, it is no longer you. And it really is just another piece that's gone. And the most dangerous thing that we've seen, Tyler, is when it comes from one company. If one company has done it great and they have gobbled up all these different sections of the industry and they have a one-stop shop and they can turnkey every single piece, you are, as you've said, very quickly, you used to be 100% Jim XYZ in Acme, Illinois, right? But you are now 50% because if they are writing your emails for you, if they are running your ads for you, and now they also are giving you all the things that you need to sell the supplements for you. Now they are putting things in your client's body, (laughs) dude. Like, come the fuck on. It's crazy. And you've had no say in this. That's, it's nuts. It really is nuts. John, the next cut, is your offer, your sales process. Mm. Okay. That's a big one. And this is a thing that we see all the time because they're going to put a bunch of swipe files. They're going to give you a Google slide, all these places to do it. Something for you to sit down. And th- those things, by the way, they're not the worst if you make them. If you like to have a visual resource in front of you, we use an app that literally just walks you through your products that we that we designed, that we custom built your products in. Um, and there's not a bunch of pictures or fluffy punchlines and jokes and stuff to move through but sometimes it's good to have a little bit of a crutch to lean on and so what we use is the crutch that we lean on is literally your clients wants and needs what they want to do 
get into the offer and let them put it in front and let them make a fucking decision instead of just standing there pretending like we talk to people one-on-one with fucking uh, PowerPoint going on behind us. That's crazy. If I ever sit down in any sales, any situation ever, yeah. and this is part of the reason I designed the thing, no matter what, there's, there's things that work, right, that just work generally, and that's okay. But then there's things that I fucking hate. And part of the thing, because if I'm going to design a sales system for somebody, I don't want it to include things that I think fucking suck. And if I go to buy a car or anything, get a loan for a house, if anyone in (laughs) any sit-down meeting with me pulls up next to them a a funny fucking pass-through, just a goddamn PowerPoint, I'll lose my goddamn mind. I mean, I really will. And that's some shit, man. They're just stuck in 2007 to 2015. That's the era that that stuff all kind of maybe works. And it still works. You know, the truth is there's a lot of people out there in the world that they're not that smart. They're not that cynical. And they just, oh, oh, okay. Yeah, he had this thing. But but I don't know, man. I just, I don't want to be that. I I just, I don't want to be that guy who's running PowerPoint. So I like it to be on the up and up. Like This is just about what we're doing. This is about you, me, how many times, what are you looking for? Perfect. Let's just go. Let's get this done. Let's make it about what we're all here for. We're all adults. You came for gym membership and to lose some weight. Let's make it about that. Let's not make it about how funny I am or this fucking visual asset I have next to me. That's not good. If you've ever watched them, if you ever try to bring someone in who hasn't done much sales and try to walk them through that, they're going to go, this is fucking stupid, dude. You're going to make me just sit there with another person and click through this as though I'm entertained by this and they're supposed to be hell no. But the worst thing about the sales process is the offer. Usually what they bundle with your ads and it is done. It's done in a way that is to seem super cheap or free. It's always a race to the bottom, John, right? I've never seen, I've never once seen this. Here's how you can sniff out snake oil salesmen coming at your gym, figure out what ads and offer they want you to run. Like, how am I supposed to get me members? What does that offer look like? Like, what, what, what is that? What am I doing? And if it involves free or super cheap or all this other stuff, if it's a, a very low barrier to entry, just so you know, people are much better off being sold from high value down to lower value, enticed in with high value, and then budget their way through with low value, than coming in low value and then trying to upsell them after that. So know that you're going to be dealing with a high volume of clients. They say members. They don't say dollars. I want you to know that, right? 30 new members, not 30 new members at your current rate that you're getting per member. It's mm-hmm. not it. We're going to get people in signed up. Because not, o- not only that, it meets in the middle because it's not as free for them when they come in either as you think it, as they think it's going to be. Mm-hmm. And you don't make as much money per person as you think you're going to either. This is a bait and switch for your clients, for your potent, new potential clients, and it is a bait and switch for you. You think 30 members and you do your current math, and that's not how this works. You, the youth, they, see, they see a dollar or $10 or free or whatever, or $100 for three or whatever the shit is. And just so you know, it ain't that either. So when you two both come in, you and this new lead that you got, that you're so excited that now you're getting all these new members. You're going to have this conversation. And they're going to go, what? That's not what you fucking talked about. That's not what that ad was. It said free. Well, no, you just put take this money and you put it in. We're going to put it in escrow. <laughs> like all this shit is unethical as fuck. It's corny. It's the first thing you're doing. We talked about this. Expectations and first impressions are key. Mm-hmm. So the expectations is cheap. Cheap, 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 cheap. And the first thing they do when they come in is get told like, eh, we kind of tricked you. It's not that cheap. 
it's something a little different than that. It does it's not what it sounded like. You've it, lost trust immediately, and oh, yeah. you're never going to keep them if that's the way the relationship starts. It's the equivalent of like marrying the woman who like cheated on someone else with you. Boy, there ain't going to be a lot of trust in the long run if that's how you meet. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? That ain't going to oh, be yeah. there. You're just always going to go, mm, I don't know about this motherfucker. <laughs> it, it's, it is, it's done. It's done in that way. When you have to deliver that to somebody that comes in. Now you, now you have to deliver it. Now you, and you're going to have somebody. And the reason why you know what to say is because deep down, if again, if we are speaking to something that hits you right in the core, cause you've done this before, you know, the fucking mental gymnastics that you had to do when you've learned what the offer was as well. Yep. So the offer gets told to you and you're like, and you spiral. Wait, wait you go, <laughs> wait, what? Hold on. Yeah. And you start spiraling because it's like, well, fuck. They've helped me. They're doing my email. Man, well, I really like the, the copy for the emails. And you the paid $15,000 for this fucking service. All That's the fucking thing. I have, all, I have all these things. And I have all this stuff. And now you get to this point in the relationship and the conversation where you're like, wait, what am I selling? And now everything, that's, that's what I'm selling now. And, and it's everything oh. hinges on your ability to now execute this. If you, that's, the, that's the core. If you don't execute that one, you've already been slowly, you're 800 cuts in at this point. And, <laughs> and fuck. you're like, well, uh, and this is what, this is exactly what you say to yourself. So that you can get the fuck up in the next morning and say, you know what? This is, this has got to work. It's okay. And what you tell yourself is, is, well, man, they're really like, they got a lot. They, they do this all the time. Like they're really successful. Like they've done this with so many other gyms. Like other people are doing like, it's man, I'm on, I, I hear, or I see all these other people that they're doing it too. Man, they're just fucking killing it. So it's, it must be like, it, it feels, it, maybe it feels wrong right now, but everybody, everybody else is doing it. Tyler, everybody else is doing it and they're, and they're doing well. So he's, you know what? I, I can do it too. Like it, it, it'll be all right. And then you learn Tyler. What's the, what do they teach you? Because now once you're selling fucking horseshit, what do we now need to teach you if you're going to fucking sell somebody absolute goddamn snake oil? You'd be a real good fucking liar. That's what you're going to be. <laughs> well, you're going to learn a whole bunch of sales objections. Yes. And that's what and it is. This, this, that thing that you're talking about, John, and we're going to elaborate on this entire subject next week as well. So stay tuned or next week to, this will be, no, this will be the next week, next week. Um, is that they now start teaching you how to overcome sales objections. And do you know what sales objections are? Okay. It's a thing that happens very often. I won't, I got to save some of this stuff for the next episode because we're going to go right. deep. I just, we, but just but the, sales, the, the reason there's objections is because the reason that they came in there for, that they're talking to you for, and the product now that you're presenting them, it's not aligned. They came in with a want and now they're, now they're shit in the way. Trust me, if they thought there was shit, that shit in the way, they're not in this conversation to begin with, okay? So it's either glossed over or lied about to get them in the room or to get them on the phone or to get them in a meeting with you. And then after that, now they're going to teach you how to do all this shit and someone says, no, I really can't afford it. And then you got to go, well, I mean, it's really valuable though. 
here's what you don't understand is that it's it is awesome and you just you know what i mean like it has the value it's like it's all the wrong shit sell people stuff that they want don't convince them that they want shit they don't want it's fucking nuts to me i have you this is what I don't get. And I don't get this about the fitness industry. I don't get it. Any of this great sales training shit you see is all about this. It's coercion and it's fucking persuasion. And it's like, I thought you, I thought you I thought fitness was something people needed. I thought you're good enough. I thought people should want that. Well, I thought your offer seems to make sense. If it's about the results, let that be it. You want to lose weight. Let's get in. Let's lose. Here's what it costs. What fucking objection is there to that? I can't afford it. Okay, it's okay. We have some products that are a little cheaper that can still get you going. And if there's a, no budget, that make, then let them move on. And you quit wasting your time and you save face. And you help the people that want to be helped. Because you know what you're going to do? You're going to convince somebody that doesn't want to do it, that didn't want to do the thing. You're going to slick your way around this shit, man. It's not, it's not fucking... This isn't Glenn Gary, Glenn Ross here. We're not over here just closing, closing, closing. This shit's hokey and people are fucking over it. Okay, we're over it. The internet is leveled up to the point where everyone fucking thinks advertising and pushy sales sucks. I have a friend who went on a fucking holiday vacation, and it's one of those things where they give you, they give you like a literally like a hundred bucks cash and a bunch of excursions at the resort to sit in on a timeshare presentation. <laughs> ah, I love that. <laughs> and they still do that shit. And by the way, they make you want it. They, you do want it. You sit there like that. Does seem kind of awesome. And we get to use a private plane. I mean, we still have to, you still have to pay for every single thing that you do. You just don't pay as much. And you're like, well, this is ugh. like it, it. All of it sucks. But this is what this these guys are using old sales tactics that are based upon a world that doesn't fucking exist anymore. People are cynical about the shit. I know what I want. I've read my. Do you? I mean, do you need? Do you need clarification before you buy something on Amazon? No. And you know why? Because they prioritize reviews. They prioritize lots of detailed photos. You know exactly what you're getting and what thousands of other people have thought about that product before you make that decision. Okay. I, I even know what's bad. I already am anticipating like if this goes bad, I know what it will be mm -hmm. because I already have seen it from everybody he else. It's already told me. People are doing their own risk assessment. Remember this. Remember this part about this with overcoming sales objections. If you go to a car dealership and you don't want to buy that car, and the guy's like, well, I mean, what don't you like about it? I mean, we could, like, there's no nothing about it that's going to make you buy it. There's nothing, no matter how slick they are. And if you just tell them it's because it's too expensive, just because you want to get this fucking conversation, well, maybe I could could get this down we could save you nine dollars a month and it's like i just want to not buy this fucking car and i'm gonna tell you it's whatever reason i'm gonna tell you i got leprosy let me the fuck out this room man get out of here <laughs> you know i just i don't get it so yep. so those sales if they, they want you to sell like that because that shit used to work it is what it is and the reason they want you to sell like that is because they they're going to give you a bunch of low quality leads and they're going to trick them into the room and they're going to leave you sitting there holding the bag the sucker is you know that it's not them because that person can tell you no and they can leave the room but you know what they're going to do when they leave the room they're going to tell people what that experience was and you you never get that experience back you never get the opportunity to make a good first impression your first impression with all these people that they feed you is shit and at best the ones you close now you're piling them into a system full of more people that don't really want to be there that aren't that kind of survived the what's the word the the 
the fall off that happens, like the, the low quality leads, they survive that attrition, the pre-sale attrition, the lead to conversation to close attrition rate. And then they're in your gym attrition rate is going to be nuts. Mm-hmm. They're not committed. They're in on low value. They're in on low price. You never upsell them. So you're doing all this work. You're trading your reputation. You're trading all of this shit that you got in. You, you wanted to preserve that stuff. When you got into your community, I want to be an asset to my community. I want to really help people. I want to have an impact. I, I do want to be respected as a health professional. I want to be the person that's helping tons of people here get in shape, lose weight, fit families, everything. I want to make the whole fucking thing awesome for everybody. And now I'm coming in trying to say, well, no, I know it said, I know it said that it was $40, but it's, it's not really. You got to write a check for 500 but we keep it. And then if you do these thousand tasks in here that you're not going to be able to keep up on, and when you miss one of them, we keep the money either way, and then you go out the fucking door. Is that how you want to do business? No. No. And that's my question always is you can – the worst thing too is we've had gyms kind of poke through some of these other places and and just ask around. And what they do too when they tell you, you ask them these questions like, you know – how many gyms do you work with? They'll give you a number that's big. Mm-hmm. How much money do they make? They're going to give you a number that's impressive. And then you start asking questions like, well, the average gym that starts working with you, how long do they stay? And you know what they're going to tell you then? They're going to lie. Do you know why? Because that money doesn't have to be truthful. They're just going to lie to you. They're going to say, oh, most of our, it, it's going to be purely anecdotal. Most of our gyms are with us for five years, 10 years. I mean, these just make money forever. It's not fucking true. Not even close. Most don't survive through the first run. Not, and not that the businesses fail, but they pull back and go, Jesus, I got to fucking put it back together. So what they do is they just put a big grenade in your business, in your brand, in your community, in your soul, and they just blow it all to shit. And then you're left to pick up the pieces. A little bit like what the, uh, the Russians, right? Russians going after the Olympics. So here's the system. We're going to fucking break everybody. Yep. But if you make it, you're pretty fucking sweet. You survive. You're going to be great. And this is, and that's what it is. It really is a, it's a, that's going to turn and burn you. It's a survival of the fittest, but it's not truly the fittest gym. It's just the one that's willing to sell out completely to this What's thing. What's their version? Their version. Yeah. And just know this, that they want you to be their version. John, let's, let's move forward too on this other stuff here. Um, there's one more, Tyler. There is yeah. one more big cut that they do. And the big cut that they do is they start handling all your data for you. Yes. And this is what we see a lot. We see a lot of, of the consultants or gym or whatever, right? They're going to come in. They're going to help you do amazing things. Is that they are now handling all of your backend system. And they probably have everything is integrated to the point to where your website building, your now your core website now is handled by them. Um, maybe even the sales ads that they're helping you run. Maybe even now they have the sales pages are now ran. You don't know what the fuck you're doing when it comes to building website shit. So all you know is now you don't have to pay the one dude that's been in your community. One less, for the last one less email you got to keep track of too. You don't have to do that, right? Like you don't have to worry yeah. about his invoices that he sends because now it's all like done for you. You don't have to worry about it. And then it's the entire backend system. Now everything is integrated. And if they're really, really good, they'll even help you handle your payments. Yep. So now you're no longer doing it through, you're not doing it through Stripe. You're not doing it through, it's nothing that you have to handle because God damn, having 15 different softwares to help you do that one thing, it really is nice mm-hmm. having one thing that really can do all of it for you. The question. But holy the, shit. 
how when? hard is this? And this is the thing. This is that what they've created now is you as a dependent. You're dependent on this thing. So they'll make it easy to get you in because it's a it's a whole process to roll over into a new system. The whole new back end, trust me, guys, I've said this before, but like your next CRM system, your next, uh, what's the word, account management system, your next web system, your next lead nurturing system, whatever, whatever it is you're using, whether it's fully integrated into one piece or not, whether it's multiple different systems, your next one will suck just as bad as the current one that you have. It's just going to suck in different ways that you don't know yet. And that's fine. I'm okay with solving a problem, doing what it takes to solve that problem, and then solving the next one. But just know when you start bouncing from software to software, they all suck. They just all suck in different ways. And it's really important for you to know that the cost of implementation and tr transferring over is very high. It only reduces headaches. Very rarely does it increase revenue. And that's okay. There's still... I think you should always move. I think you should experiment with things, but just know that cost of transition is extremely high and you can't just bounce from thing to thing, to thing, to thing, to thing. It'll make you crazy. But what they do when they get you all in one now, now what they're using, they're holding you hostage. Mm -hmm. and that's the truth. You are now a hostage and the ransom is you're going to pay the money forever and ever and ever in order to keep this fucking thing going. You're going to pay them and you're not going to pay anyone else. Okay. And if you don't like it, the punishment is you get you stop paying them that money, then you got to eat a whole plate of shit and spend three months of your life swapping, switching over to a new system. And also there's kind of overlap too because you can't just stop paying fucking guy number one and just immediately everything exists on software number two. It may be three months now you're paying duplicates oh, yeah. while you transition everything over to a system that's going to suck for different reasons. This is and why you can't give, we talked about those coaches. You can't give your coaches or staff the keys to the city because there's just too much. They get too much responsibility. They'll fucking skirt as much of it as they can. They'll underperform. And that's what happens when you're giving, you're giving someone who has made no progress in your business at all yet. You're giving them all of your systems that now you can't change out of without a fuck ton of work. They fucking own you now. It's nuts. It's nuts. The worst, a, a huge piece, and you've alluded to this a couple of times, Tyler, which is saving face or losing face, is that for you to make a couple of these transitions, there were probably people that were in your local community that were helping you do these things before. Yeah. And now, and they probably worked with you a lot. They probably kind of more than likely they were pain in the ass because they probably bugged you with lots of questions about, you know, like, what it should look like or feel like and because they were involved and they wanted to do a good job but you just viewed it as a pain but it's as soon as you got to outsource it oh man thank god i don't have to talk to fucking dick about this anymore because now it's just handled for me yeah. and the worst thing is tyler like you said what whatever that natural attrition rate is before you you now are gonna fucking burn out but it's once you get on the verge of burnout or you're not gonna renew or whatever if you've made the number one mistake that we see gym owners do when they get plugged into a system like this, which is they mentally check the fuck out because it's all being done for them. And they now are just an errand boy in their own business. If you want to get the fuck out, what ends up happening is however long ago you checked out, you are now that much more fucked because you don't know all the things now 
it's run away from you. Been doing. It's so <laughs> far away yeah. that it's like whatever progress you have made because of them coming in and helping you, you are now about to experience a backslide. Like you just had your own goddamn COVID. You're about to have your own little recession mm-hmm. and your own little community. And if you were a f- asshole to those local people that used to help you while you said, hey, hey, I don't need your help anymore. I get to have these people really good at it. And then you're like, oh, I need help. And what? You better be in a big fucking community that you live in or a big city. Or you're just going to go be- another stranger now. And then you're screwed because, yeah, you, you, you're you just jumping from no trust, no proof to no trust, no proof from thing to thing now. And you're stuck. Yep. So let's quick, before we run out of time, let's go with, I want to cover a couple of things yet. How to identify these problems, these snake oil salesmen, and what to do instead. Okay. The first one, very quick, how to identify. There's two very, three very, very uh, easy ways. This is the most important one. First one, is it too good to be true? Does it sound too good to be true? We've seen it, right? We've seen the promises and you can pay more money. You can get 50 members a month. You get more money, you get 90 members a month. And then they'll say things like guaranteed. Okay. Like guaranteed what? But again, like at what? It's the ultimate Faustian bargain. You can get a bunch of one cent members who are going to like literally ruin the experience for the people that are paying you a lot of money. That's great. You're fucking walking over a dollar to pick up a nickel. Wonderful stuff. So that sucks. The second part of this here are the promises that are a bit too narrow. Is like the scope of their actual skill set entirely too narrow? You know, some of the stuff, the most popular, whatever, the bigger players in this gym consultant business do, it's actually mostly sales. Their stuff started in just sales. It's sales systems, and it really is still antiquated. It's just we're going to run ads, and we're going to give you some swipe files, and we're going to give you scripts, and you're just going to run with it. And you're going to take the good with the bad, and it is what is what it is going to be. But it is not reconciled with your product, your wants, your true offer, who your gym is, who you are, who you want your clients. They don't fucking know who your people are. Mm-hmm. They don't know any of this stuff. Okay. And that's why you need something that is able to be customized for, for you. Okay. So if someone comes in, like they can sell you a lot of other stuff, but when it, at its at its core, they're really only good at one thing and they're just bundling everything else. And that takes us to the third, third thing here. Third thing to spot. Are the promises actually too broad? Is it too wide ranging of promise? That's what we talked about before. They're going to do software, leads, email, ads, sales systems, blah, 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 blah. They can do everything. I'm sorry. Nobody's good at all those things. There's not one business out there that is an expert at all of those things and that has them all properly balanced at all. And it, and if they are, you are not a part of that equation. Not one bit. You, what you want, none of this is a part of this equation. You're just going to put this thing in there and it's going to steamroll over you and your community. That's what, that's what it's going to do. That's fine if that's what you want, right? right? But if you're trying to balance this with like what you got into this business for and what you want your your what do you want your day-to-day job to be like? What do you want it to feel like in your gym? Who do you want to be working with? That's not part of the equation. It's not. And if anyone's doing all of those things, they're probably just good at one of those things and they're good enough or just selling the rights to your fucking business to somebody else to go fulfill the software stuff and the other shit. So so mm-hmm. keep that in mind. Okay. If it's too good to be true, it just is. Whether they're too narrow or too broad, it doesn't matter. Stay the fuck away. If someone can't talk to you practically and they don't say anything, by the way, this is one more. If in any of their stuff, it's not about actually helping people, like that's the fundamental nature of your business. If it's not about helping people get results, mm-hmm. if it's not about making sure that somewhere in here there's quality control, 
or just some sort of being tuned in to the impact that you're trying to have in your community, they don't fucking get it. And they're going to ask you to sell your soul. They will. I promise you. That's what this is. That's the first thing you're going to sign. You don't know it yet, but the first thing you're paying for, that's what it is. That's exactly what it is. So uh, next one, what to do instead. It's a very easy way for me to translate this to you. When I work with clients who need to lose weight as a coach, as a fitness coach, I tell them this all the time. Okay. Say it's you. You have to change. You don't get to be the same person. Mm -hmm. You you don't get to be. If you're, if you're a 350 pound person and you want to, you know, gain confidence and work, start working hard and all stuff that changes you. That process changes you that it has to change you. It doesn't just change your body. It changes who you are. Yeah, it's important. You know, that's why like mental health out, positive mental health outcomes are so correlated to fitness, getting in shape. It's that it actually makes you a happier person. It makes you change better. It makes you change into somebody who likes themselves because of the decisions they've been making. Okay. It's not the exercise. It's the progress. Just so you know. Okay. But that's very, very important because when I work with gym owners, you know, we tell them you need to level up your skill set. You cannot ignore your marketing or just hand it off to a coach and let it be. Like, yes, you don't have to become a marketing wizard. You don't have to become the person who knows how to do this. And you don't have to become a tech person or anything, anything like that. You don't got to be great at design. But you do need to start to, if you don't have the, at least a rudimentary understanding of how your, your brand and your mission connects with your people and what are your people and who are they and what, what does good marketing kind of look like and what is bad marketing? If you're not willing to even get close, then you're just going to write a big fat check off to somebody who isn't mm-hmm. going to reconcile that with you and your brand and your people. And they're just going to run away with it for you. And it's going to get further and further away from you. Know that that will be expensive and it will not be you. The most important asset in your business, the most important thing in your business is you. Absolutely. Hands down. Has to be. Can't be anything else. You are the most important thing. And then everything else, literally everything else has to come second. Yeah. You have to level up. That's it. And that's what we're here to do with it. When we work with gym owners in the Gear Academy, that's the first thing. We have benchmarks and things we want to work with. We help them decide. We help, we kind of triage, we prioritize all right, what are the things we want to move forward on. Perfect. Like literally projects in the gym, things we need to get done, things that need to change. Great. But now the, the onus is on you as the gym owner. Okay, now let's help you figure this out and do this. Because if you figure out how to do it, now you can do it over and over and over again with anything related and you become capable. There's a thing that makes me the most frustrated with people when I, we get into troubleshooting and problem solving in real life, in business and fitness, is people who are not resourceful mentally mm. when it comes to doing these things. Yeah. And that's where I'm at. It's like, you need to be resourceful. You're going to figure this out. And, and once you know that you can figure out all anything with enough help with the right people behind you, now you become invincible in business. And you really do. And that's the thing that we cannot cannot gloss over because there is no shortcuts. You need to change. Again, you don't have to do all the doing forever, but you have to level up because for the same reason that I require my fitness clients, like you don't, uh, this thing, you need to change. It's you, it's you, it's you. It's not your life. It's not your fucking work. It's not your schedule. It's not your kids. It's not your wife. It's not your stress. It's you. It's not food. It's you. You need to change. You need to make these decisions. You, 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 you. But when you change you, and when you change you as a business owner as well, now you own that progress. You own it and you can you you're you have full comprehension of this thing. 
you can run left, you can run right, you can run right and go, oh shit, that was wrong. But now you can go, you know, things don't get away from you then. And that that is because the only way in fitness that these that a person getting results lasts. Because if someone comes in and I tell them to eat an apple and a salad every day and nothing else, yeah, they're going to lose 50 pounds this month. But they ain't going to own it forever because they didn't have to change. They just had to bear down and not develop a system that, in, that they're involved in. They just had to do the one thing I told them and just bite down on that for a month. That ain't it. And that ain't it for your business. Because the tools don't change, right? No. The, the reality is every, all the things that you can do, everything that we described that they will take your soul one piece at a time. All those things are just literally just, just the tools that are in the tool belt of every gym owner and gym business owner, right? Yeah. But it's the same premise where it's a hammer is a hammer. A hammer in the hands of someone that is, you know, whatever, 12. And then the hammer that's in the hands of someone that's put 30 years in like carpentry. It's a totally different, <laughs> it's a totally yeah. different skill set wielding that same tool. And that is, it just, it 100% comes down to how well can you use those tools? Yeah. If I'm selling weight loss to clients and my marketing is come on in and I'll do it for you. <laughs> how unethical is that for me? A lot. And yet you fucking gym owners are biting the fucking hook. Every time one of these fucking scumbags comes in and says, we'll do it for you leads software you're gonna get taller you'll get skinnier more handsome you don't have to work anymore you just make more money we do everything for you you don't get anything okay you don't you now don't own any of this stuff they're now doing it and you're just getting a cut of something that's not yours anymore and it sucks it's that ain't what we're about in the gear academy okay so we're gonna move on that's what we got for today but we want you the lesson to extract from this thing Okay, go out there and find the best ways with your marketing, with your service, with every aspect of your business to blend your product with your clients and deliver them their results that they want to get. You do that via a high value service. That's it. It's not that fucking hard. See, everything you're doing just needs to glue those pieces together. That's it. Okay. And all the other things we do in between there, that's what we got the Gear Academy for. If you want in, if you want to become successful at your business, you actually want to keep your soul and you don't want to become slimy. You don't want somebody else to take your stuff. I'm not, I'm not, we don't come in here trying to tell you you got to do what you need to do on the floor. We don't tell you what you need to run for ads. We can set you up with people to do all sorts of things from ads to marketing. We got resources that can give you very affordable ads that are going to work with the offer system that we have built based on you and your clients, and your services, and the things you do best, that's what we're all about in the Gear Academy. So if you want in on that, go to gymownersrevolution.com. Everything else you can find in the description here. But go to the follow the Gym Owners Podcast on Instagram. Follow John at jbanksfl on Instagram. You can follow me at Tyler F. and Stone. That's Tyler E-F-F-I-N Stone. I think we ranted pretty hard. Thanks, guys. <laughs> we'll see you next time.